Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener. You'll have ad-free episodes and join us on our monthly Zoom calls with other podcast listeners and get to know the community at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes. I feel like LA is probably unmatched for the future of innovation because we have such diversity, such creativity, and such relevance. I'm Alex Bloomberg, host of the podcast Startup, and you're listening to We Are LA Tech. My name is Esprit Devora, born and raised LA, and I created We Are LA Tech in 2012 to unify the community. Podcast launched in 2014, continuing to help people find the best talent, to connect with each other, to form awesome relationships. So proud of this show. Enjoy. Today's We Are LA Tech episode shout out goes to Chris Miles. Chris Miles, thank you for being such a longtime member of the We Are LA Tech community and just championing everything that we do. Really appreciate you. Be sure to say hello to Chris on Twitter at Miles Next Door. That's M I L E S N E X T D O O R. Miles Next Door. Let Chris know you found him via We Are LA Tech. Join thousands of people in L.A. Tech on our We Are L.A. Tech Facebook group where you can discover events, job opportunities, and even housing. Go to wearelatech.com slash community. We'll take you straight there. That's wearelatech.com slash community. So I watch a lot of YouTube. It's crazy. So today's personal spot is about my YouTube addiction, I guess. Do you guys have addictions? It's just crazy. Sometimes I can't even drive a car for 10 minutes because I just want to watch something on YouTube. It's so bad. But at the same time, like, I really like being up to date, if you could call it that. And so many people have said they've learned how to shoot entire films just via YouTube, never going to school. And so it's kind of like this weird conundrum, if that's even the right word, of there's things on YouTube that are really valuable and could really accelerate my life. And then there's a lot of just blah on YouTube that's BS that I shouldn't be watching. What are your thoughts on YouTube? Are you as obsessed with YouTube? I find myself even watching podcasts on YouTube more than on podcast apps. Like, I really like watching it. I'm not going to share which podcast that I'm listening to because I'm so embarrassed. You guys would make fun of me for ages. But there's three podcasts that I listen to pretty regularly, maybe four on YouTube. I really enjoy it. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoy the next podcast that is audio only and not on YouTube. Maybe one day, maybe one day. All right. Bye. Enjoy the next episode. Tech podcast spotlighting LA tech companies and talent. So excited for our next guest, Carrie. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Super excited to be here. I'm hyped to have you here. So, okay, first of all, where in LA are you based? So, right now, I am based in Newport Beach. So, I'm in the very much greater LA area. <laughs> nice. And tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. 
Uh, I would say I identify as an entrepreneur. I've uh, been in LA for almost 20 years now. I think I've done 10 startups in some form or fashion from either starting them, fixing them, joining them early, helping grow them. I've invested in a whole bunch of others and really love the team sport aspect of building companies. And I've mostly done that in software, software related. Uh, my last two startups were both in consumer fintech and just love the, the process of building companies, building teams. And about a year and a half ago, decided that one at a time wasn't sufficient and started Operate as a venture studio to partner with really compelling early stage founders and help them on their journey by investing and uh, both capital and a team of capable folks to really help them in the early stages of figuring it out and trying to grow really fast. So what does Operate look like right now? And then where do you see Operate going within the next couple of years? What's your vision? Sure. So we've made a dozen investments thus far in Operate's history in uh, about 18 months. So it's been pretty fast. And a lot of that obviously has been over the last year during COVID. Almost all of those founders that we have partnered with are in Southern California. And so most of them are in LA or uh, near. And what we really do is we figure out in the early stages what they need in conjunction with them. And so each one looks a little bit different. We don't have a formula. We just have a lot of experience doing it a lot of different ways. Some have worked, some haven't. And we really want to join all of our experience and network up with these founders with the belief that when we figure those things out, we're better together. So we kind of look at ourselves almost like co-founders. So we've got a, a good number of these underway. Several of them have gone on to raise follow-on capital at significant increased value, which is sort of one of our early indicators that we're on the right track together. And so at this stage, our goal is to do a handful of, of these kinds of partnerships per year. And so I think for at least the next couple of years, that's probably the form that we'll take. So we have a team of five full-time right now, uh, a number of other key close partners that will uh, come in and work with us in situations where we need their capabilities as well. And I think we've built a lot of the systems that we do believe could start to scale. Jumping over now, do you invest capital or talent or what does it look like? And what is the range that you invest in? Because I know investors, sometimes they only do seed or sometimes they only do series Mm -hmm. A, et cetera. So we're as early as anybody you'll meet. So we are not afraid to be the very first check if we really love the founder and what he or she's trying to do or, or team, if they have a, a small early team. So nothing in theory is too early for us. So for the ecosystem, I talked to everybody in the ecosystem say, if, if you find something that's really interesting, but maybe too early for you, it's probably not something we're, we're unwilling to consider. Our investments range typically between 100 and 500K to start. And again, we look at each situation for what it is. And so we'll be the only investor in the beginning. If we need to be, we'll go bring it to our network and syndicate it and bring others in. If there's a little bit more capital needed in the beginning, we have a fund that we invest out of. We've done some SPVs where we'll bring others in alongside of us. 
And then we look at it as really two parts. We have the investment we'll make where we buy ownership and then we'll invest our time and talent to earn ownership in the company as well, or what a lot of people would refer to as sweat equity. And so we'll figure out in each case what that combination should look like that best sets this founder and company up for early success. And are you from LA? I am not. I grew up in Indiana. Wow. And then, so what attracted you to LA and why do you think LA, even with the pandemic, is still a must city to come to for tech? Sure. So I'd wanted to come to Southern California for most of my childhood. And I finally made it out here. I always say I made it out here on my third attempt. So I wanted to come out here for undergrad, couldn't make it work. Uh, I wanted to come out here right after college, couldn't make it work. And so I came out and got my graduate degree as my entry to try it on. And it only took me about a week to decide that this is where I wanted to probably be for the rest of my life. And so I put down some roots and started figuring out things I could do to, to be additive to the the business community here. And so uh, I've been here now, as I said, almost 20 years, and it's been a ton of fun. And I've just made amazingly diverse relationships. And I think that speaks to why I feel like LA is probably unmatched for the future of innovation, because we have such diversity, such creativity, and such relevance, I think, on so many levels to where the world is and where the world's going. And Um, We have all the talent, we have everything we need. And I think we're now starting to connect those dots better, which will really help increase that opportunity for more people. There have been huge shifts, of course, with the entire world going remote. And that's also shifted Los Angeles. So Mm -hmm. why would you suggest to someone to still move here for tech instead of staying at home and working remote or going to the Mecca Silicon Valley? I still feel like you need that in-person interaction. You may not need it five days a week in an office now. We do need in-person interaction. We were just talking about that off the record. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And we have an office. We've set it up as almost like a co-work type space. And we always want, if they're willing, we want our founders to be in and around us as much as they're willing or, or able to be in those early stages. You can just iterate and learn in physical proximity at a much faster rate. And I have a very strong bias to that. I've also scaled companies that are multi-office, multi-node, mixture of in-person offices and totally virtual. And so as you evolve and grow, I think there are a lot of different ways you can do it. I love Southern California because I think you have such diversity and richness of talent, you could build a company across the entire Southland and maybe you have headquarters somewhere and you could end up with five other offices and you could get really interesting cross-pollination where people are, are interacting different days of the week in different places. And I think you're providing even some hybrid lifestyle opportunities to people. And so I feel like we have all of that potential here. And so we can support people in almost any incarnation of how they want to work. What does it look like to apply, to operate, to pitch operate? What guidance would you give someone in order to approach you? And what should their expectations be if it all does work out and the dotted line gets signed? (laughs) We're always happy to introduce prospective founders to our 
companies and the, the founders that we already work with, we are still, as I said, each case is still unique. And I think that will hopefully persist. Um, I look at each startup as almost like a snowflake or some unique entity that's a, a puzzle we're trying to help them put together and just be helpful in that process. But really, we're entrepreneurs that have been in their shoes. And so we try to just have a little bit more objective view, but we want to help them have a, a sounding board, whether that's for emotional support or strategic support or or any element. And so at a high level, that's sort of how I think about it. So coming in, we're going to engage really deeply in understanding who they are, why they're doing this, what mark they're aiming to make on the world. And you know, one of the key characteristics that we seek are lovable founders. You know, lovability can have a lot of different forms, but our view is we're going to get up every day trying to make them and their company more awesome. And that's right. what we want to be excited to do. And so the more lovable they are, the more excited and motivated we are to invest that time and attention every day. And so we typically have a process where we really understand them, what they're trying to do. Do we love the market space that they're trying to do it in? And then we're pretty self-actualized. And so we're willing to look at our own experience and capability and say, are we going to be truly strategically helpful here? Are we going to almost give ourselves unfair advantage if we get But involved? how do people contact you? I'm pretty easy to find. Or like, uh, how do they so, apply? Like, what do you look for? Like, for sure. someone to say, yes, this is me. I should be the one applying. And this is the timeline it works within. This is how I contact you. Mm -hmm. This is how I, I can pitch. What is that whole process? Sure. So you can go to our website, go to operatestudio.com. And you can fill out a lightweight form on there and you will get a response from us. You can email me. You can get an introduction through any of the thousand people who will you know, reach out and refer people to me. I'm on social media, pretty active. So we try to make ourselves, this was bred into me as a kid growing up in a family business, make yourself really easy to do business with. And so we are very accessible. And even if it's not a great fit, we try to be a positive contributor to the community and we'll introduce them to other people that might be a better potential fit than we are. We really like things at the intersection of software and data. And that could be a B2B SaaS company, that could be a consumer application, that could be a tech-enabled service where there is a, a perspective on how technology or, or primarily software and data are playing a key role. And what LA tech company or talent have you come across that has really impressed you? And I know with your portfolio companies, you're probably a little partial. Is there anyone outside of your portfolio companies so you don't have to pick one of your portfolio companies because I don't want the other ones to feel bad or you're welcome to talk about those as well, whatever is comfortable for you. So, I mean, I, yeah, I'm definitely biased probably to some of our portfolio companies, but I mean, I'll tell you as an example. You can list them all off if you want. I just okay. feel bad you having to cherry pick someone. That's okay. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll you know, I'll, I'll pick a, a recent one that I think is emblematic of the creativity and, and future of, of LA. So we recently made an investment in a really cool startup here called Launch House, and they have somewhat quietly been 
attracting founders from all over the world to come to Beverly Hills to co-live, co-build together in this house that they have rented. And they're building a, a really compelling community around that. And I think the idea of how they're using the environment of LA, the creativity that is here, the influence that is here and helping bring that together and they're seeing these founders coming there that are living and working there together for a month, see breakout success really, really quickly. And they're really creating a bit of a culture. And it's a formative experience that these people go through that will continue with them and the network that they build. And we said, we just want to be part of this because we feel like this is going to fundamentally change how some startups get formed, how they get launched, and where they go. And they're right in the middle of all of this. And how can we find them? So if you go to launchhouse.co, you can learn more. And they're just starting to plug into the greater LA community. They came from outside, but they said, LA is the place where we need to Really oh, so they're this. they're not in LA yet. Is they there are. Is, so they're come oh they they're coming they've been here. Okay. Yeah, they've been here okay. for the last several months. They um, have had several cohorts of startups come through and they just raised some capital from the outside. We were one of the first, if not That's the first so investor. Cool. And again, not that they had some crazy machine learning tech talent, but they had this perspective on what today's really creative, interesting founders need from just being together with other people and in sort of a tribal experiential way. And that that is a great way to kick off a company that somebody's trying to, to launch and build. And is there a company or person that comes to mind that started in LA, that's LA based? Sure. So one of our companies, uh, the founders based in Venice, uh, it's called Grin Gaming. And Nick had worked at an amazing engineer, founder, really strong technically. He's built a great engineering team. And he had a, a really unique perspective on live event engagement. And he felt like if he was sitting and watching a TV show, whether it was the award show like the Oscars or The Bachelor or something like that, that he should be able to be more engaged than just passively watching it. And so right. he built a live engagement platform that allows you to micro predict what's going to happen next. And we have launched that now for NFL and NBA and Major League Baseball for sports. We're live with some esports. We're live with the stock market and cryptocurrency where you can predict over the next seconds to minutes what's going to happen next. And you play a game within the game and it's all automated. It's all based on high-frequency trading and machine learning algorithms that he and his team have built. And it's something that people literally love. And they'll ask us, how do I invest in this? This is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Like You just are getting those early customer signals that you know you're on the right track. And where can we find Grin Gaming? GrinGaming.com, G-R-I-N Gaming.com. Easy, easy peasy. I just feel like, you know, we're in the early stages of um, LA's ascendance to really probably becoming the new global 
innovation and, and startup. Center. I actually agree. And, yes. 100% agree. I think that's what the pandemic is actually, it's going to make it possible for people. That's right. I think we have a collaborative nature and abundance mentality here that has been faked in other places, but I think we all believe it here and that it needs to be inclusive. It mm-hmm. needs to be diverse and there, there don't need to be people in charge. And I think that part about it, I'm, I'm really excited to be a part of. I completely agree. The one thing that people say in all the, I've been doing We Are Like Tech since 2012. I've had this podcast since Have 2014. Have you really that long? That's amazing. Yeah. The one common thing on this show is LA is the one of the most collaborative cities in the tech mm-hmm. space. And I think that's a beautiful way to describe us. That's right. Any best way to connect with you? Are you on LinkedIn? I am on LinkedIn. I am right now hitting my upper threshold of <laughs> connections. So you may have to uh, message me, but yeah, easy to find on LinkedIn, on Twitter, or email carry at operatestudio.com. Perfect. And what's your handle on Twitter? Ransom Thoughts. Ransom Thoughts. And then on LinkedIn, C-A-R-E-Y-R-A-N-S-O-M. Carrie, thank you so much for hanging out with the We Are LA Tech podcast. Last question is favorite software, website, uh, uh, mobile app, any of them. What's your fave? My fave? I mean, probably LinkedIn, to be honest. Uh, That's fair. So I started on LinkedIn. I'm in like the first 25,000 people to join LinkedIn 18 years ago or whatever. It's amazing how that's persisted, but it has just been a fundamental core part of building and managing relationships and putting teams together over the last 20 years. Thank you so much for hanging out with We Are LA Tech to connect and collaborate with more extraordinary people in the LA Tech community. Remember, go to wearelatech.com slash community. That's wearelatech.com slash community. Takes you straight to the Facebook group and say hello on social at We Are LA Tech on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. I will see you guys, talk to you guys, hear you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Hi, this is Carrie Ransom, founder of Operate. We're a venture studio that's investing in early stage founders to help them build Dent the Universe companies with particular focus here on Southern California entrepreneurs. We're based here in Costa Mesa and you're listening to We Are LA Tech. The We Are LA Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Corey Jennings. Production and voiceover by Adam Carroll. Community spotlight coordination by Anna Freeberg. Music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The We Are LA Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production. Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes.